what is going on with this quarantine the world that we're living in not a whole lot everyone's at home right now everyone's at home everyone's chilling i mean everyone's at home but they're not really at home (laughs) yeah so they've given out like official orders there's like a bunch of official government orders i mean the bay area they locked us down dude a shelter in place order like a freaking bomb just dropped yeah you're not allowed there's a curfew in place like what at midnight you can't be allowed on the road like literally you cannot be allowed on the road past midnight i I get off at work at 12 30 i got i passed the gas station i was passed on the way home five or six cops waiting for it, it was like 12 30 i was like they're waiting till it's like 12 45 so they can really go out there and be like all right you guys can't be out here you guys can't be out here and just it's crazy now that it's not really like a martial law but it's like it kind of is. It's like yeah, like what the freak? It, like, it becomes martial law when they bring in the the the, the national military, guard. the the national guard or the army. There's something like some law. It's like you're yeah. not supposed or like something. going down in Italy, no? They have like the national guard on the street. Yeah, for sure. Italy's done. Like they're just having parties from the balconies. Just yeah. dun, 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 dun. like I keep seeing videos of people like DJs. They just get on the balcony and just blah 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 blah. And and you know what? I kind of like that aspect of life where people are kind of just like trying to live their life and, and be as normal as possible. While just trying to make the best out of a situation. I mean, this is unprecedented. Nothing has forced humanity inside like this. Yeah, nothing in the. Mm, damn, I was gonna say like the what the Black Plague. Yeah, you got to go back pretty far. Maybe the Spanish, the Spanish flu or flu. something like that in the early 1900s. So uh, I followed this Instagram. It was pretty cool. Um, don't look at your phone during the podcast, right? Hypocrites. Hypocrite. So, um, it was a history page. Uh, I was just on. I just followed them. Oh, here we go. Truth Serum History. And they're doing like a day-by-day comparison to the Spanish flu. Um, How's that going? So, they had quarantines and they had like forced laws to keep citizens separate. And, and you could start have, drawing the comparisons. And also, they didn't have medicine and modern technology true this is very true i mean pretty much all of the modern technological advancements happened after that decade like after the 1910s like everything started blowing the fuck up but i mean you had industrial revolution a little before that and you know there was technology but as soon as it started it just started going and if you really want an indicator of how far we've come come look at these last hundred years you know that's what's most crazy to me so we're here so we're, we're stuck inside a lot of things have gotten canceled my graduation personally has now been canceled, which I'm not a big, like, so, like traditional, we get in the gowns and the caps. To me, I'm just like, dude, this is strange. Why are we still doing it like this? But It now, just surprises me that they're canceling that when that's in May, and they said this shit's supposed to end in uh, around yeah, May. Yeah, so we have a better idea now of the scope of how long it's going to last. It's probably until at least uh, May. You know, they said the worst, it could go till June or July. And I think it can if you see the same amount of people outside mingling like you did today. I mean, I mean, granted, there wasn't a lot of people mingling. It's not like Florida. And when we went to the coffee shop, which, listen, you know, it's not a crazy thing to do. Everyone was far from each other. Everyone they were literally was very careful. Six feet away from Everyone each was other. very careful of touching each other and stuff and not getting in each other's like air, air space and stuff. So, you know, people are doing their part. But uh, it's just strange, and it's weird to get used to, man. I mean, walking in there, you know, that pizza is usually pretty lively. A lot of people sitting down doing work, a lot of people, whatever. 
And uh, today, just ghost town, in and out. Somebody snapped on the cashier. Some lady, some lady just came in, and she's been probably waiting in line for five minutes. And she's like, hello, hello, is anyone going to take initiative? And I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, I was going to I've see. waited at Pete's see. for much longer when it was fully staffed. I was going to say that uh, a lot of uh, – I was waiting just to see somebody freak out in public because I've already seen it at my job. I've seen hella people just acting a fool or just acting a certain way just because, you know – it's a coin thing. I gotta get this. I gotta get that. I'm in a hurry. Blah, blah, blah. I'm old. Let me go for it. Like, you know, not that. Not, okay. That last part, not really like, okay. You can understand you can where understand they're coming from with that but one. But then this lady was like, like just rude. She's like, is someone gonna take initiative? Is someone gonna step up? And then there's literally two or three workers there. And one and of then, them is like bagging coffee for someone. The other two are making drinks for like six other people who are waiting. And they said, we're understaffed. We're understaffed. Like, Wait, and it, she's like, is she still continuing She's to like, complain? We're, we're going to be here for an hour. No, 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 no. And, and then, then uh, another lady came in. She's like, thank you. Thank you guys for being open. Yeah, and me and Steve thanked them like yeah. multiple times for our drinks. I and said, told them to you. have oh, a good yeah. day. I already got my drink. I said, thank you. And then just because that lady was being rude, I was like, I was like, you know what? Thank you. Like, and as soon as open. everyone started being positive, that lady ended that up. That lady leaving. left. She walked out. And everyone was just like and looking it was, at her. Like, it was crazy because that lady that went in front of us and said something nice, she went up to the lady after. And she's like, hey, hey. She said something to her. You know, she checked her a little bit. And then she's just like, have a great day. And she's like, okay, you too have a great day. Yeah, you, that's when people kind of, that's like, I'm kind of like when people could be civil like that at least. And she just walk away. You took the hit to your ego. You know, you're freaking out. <sighs> she's going to go home and just like. Really think, think about, about that. it. Yeah, yeah she's like, exactly. Fucking people. Maybe I. Maybe I was being too. Um, you could pull that closer to it. You don't have to come to it. So maybe I was being rude. You know, and she. Well, she was. And uh, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if it's people freaking out about uh just not having work or. I think that's the big one. I think that's the big one. People are being stripped of their incomes and almost suddenly. And then if you have a job that maybe it's not the highest level job or it's like something you just got or it's something that it, it whatever factor it may be that it's expendable, you're now in a position where you don't have an income and you're not gonna for a long time. I mean, I've seen the companies come out like Amazon and like these other big companies like, hey, we're hiring. Amazon's we're hiring. trying to hire like 100,000 plus workers in order to do a. And that's not even, I don't even think that's an, uh, as many people as got laid off, dude. This this is a major hit. You know, I can only thank God that my immediate family is in uh, industries that uh, are, are very needed right now or they're just in a position where they're needed right now. But, you know, and that's just, that's just luck of the draw. I mean, if you grow up and your family... You were just telling me today you had a circumstance where yeah i had an employee that works for us and uh she's still she works for a restaurant it's attached to our gas station and uh her family members got like laid off like all of them. <sighs> so it's like really sad you know it's like that's also why we decided to keep the restaurant open you know and there's not a lot of people coming in right now but you know people still need money still need jobs so my dad's like okay well the gas station we have to stay open people need fuel and these people need money like the restaurant employees so we're gonna keep the restaurant open too yeah, that's a good move and you know and we're taking extra precautions we're sanitizing everything all the pumps all the handles i'm making sure at least that everything gets sanitized every like hour two hours because like a lot of people come to a gas station like you know it's just the not respectful thing the uh proper thing the right thing to do you know it's what's necessary, man. I need petrol. I mean, petroleum. It's it's a given. And in our country, there's just there there there's too many deep seated. It's just deep seated. This industry is stuck here. The the fuel industry. And it's something everyone needs right now. 
and it's absolutely crucial. So, and they said that's one of the essential functions at staying open. So, you know, that's that's something you just got to prepare for. From um, 285, we went down from 285 to 269 yesterday. So, hell, more people came. We dropped <sighs> down 16 cents, 15. And who knows what they're doing, whether they're just stocking up for fuel or whether they're getting out of here. Yeah, you know, some people know. are trying to get out of the hot spot, I'm sure. Spread. How do you sp- that's how you spread. Yeah, that's how you spread, though. Oh. Stay home. Like, this is literally like, okay, like, I know some people are just like, you know, have, like some people are just clearing their throats and stuff. And some people are like just, you know, coughing. Mm-hmm. How much is that? Is like, how much is of that is just normal coughing symptoms and how many of those people that are coughing have corona you know what i'm saying well there's no way to tell until you get tested yeah so you could just only think mikey musimeki had 102 fever he posted that on his oh, story that last scary. night yeah he's yeah, like he's like stay home yeah stay home i was like yeah that scared me dude i was like jesus that one i was like holy shit like, it's gonna start affecting people closer and closer to you uh, whether you know them directly or not or whether you know of them and it's just gonna hit harder and harder every time you know i can only hope that my you know my grandmothers are just staying cooped up you know what i mean yeah my grandma stays in a like a retirement home so uh they they're keeping her under quarantine right now because she's like 80 something so like we can't even go see her right now it's pretty weird really weird ominous time but all we can do is uh Stick together, man. Keep Stick the, together, keep support each other. Yeah. And, you know, I've been hearing people say at the end of this, I hope we're a better country. Because this I, is like a different type of a war. Yeah, I think we, we're, 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 gonna be, we're, we're, gonna be we're at closer. war with the microorganism trying to take us out. It, and it, it transcends borders. It transcends everything. It, transcends it affects borders, all it of us, no race, matter what. It transcends everything. It's, like, there's, like, it's this, us. It, against, this, it's humanity against yeah, something exactly. else. Carbon, so, like, carbon-based life forms versus <laughs> fucking germs and fucking things. The tail of the tape. Fucking standing at a point one. I don't even know what the... Yeah, like micro is like you don't even see it. And we're just like, dude, what do we hit? What do we hit? God. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Joe Rogan was saying that. That's where I got that example from. Okay. You know, he's saying like this is a war we're fighting. Essentially, someone's trying to take us out. When you look at it that way, it's like I think that's how we should approach it. If you really want to rile humanity up, listen, tell them. I which this is probably not a good idea. It's probably the worst idea the coming worst from some twenty-year-old who get everybody freaked out. But if you frame it like a conflict, like hey. We could all fight this and we could all win if we're all careful. We abide. Like they just released like a guidelines for like a 15 day measure, whatever it's like trying to say, like for 15 days, at least follow these measures and then keep going. And it's like an official guidelines from the White House. I saw they were pushing that. And, you know, at the very least, try to follow that. You know what I'm saying? Because this is crazy. This it sucks that this is an election year. Yeah. That's what I was gonna and say. if there are no those people are gonna say it's a conspiracy and that this is because it's I an election year, I mentioned year. that last time and you said the same. I was like, oh, it's during an election year, and then you were just like, it doesn't matter. It's not about that. And I was like, oh, oh okay. I thought. Be a Who big really knows, man? I mean, you'd Bloomberg have to read lost, into Bloomberg it. Bloomberg loses, coronavirus comes out. I'm not saying he has a lot of money, but. Yeah, well, what about Biden, who's still in it? What about everybody who's still in give it? Give him two years in office. And I bet you dies. Trump's gonna win again. You hear and me? It's like if Biden wins, I give him two years in office before he <laughs> dies. I'm being honest here. You can't say these things. They're going to look at you and be like, oh, you're going to be the one to do it. We can take you from this podcast. This is the way. <laughs> the Mandalorian way. No, I'm kidding. But um, 
I don't know, man. I want to see. I just want to see, like. You kind of want to glimpse forward and see, like, what we're going to be like with more and more time like this. Yeah, because um, there's, like, like, what are we going to do? There's no UFC fights. UFC, We had the UFC Brasilia card. That was the last card we had before mm-hmm. they announced that uh, everything besides, like, fucking Tony and Khabib, which is still, I don't give a fuck what Dana White says. It's in danger of getting canceled. He can say that it's not. It is. Every this other is just fight, a reality every that other I want to avoid. Every man. other I just, fight, I want to put it out into the universe. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. We're, okay, it, the realist though. I know the realist, man. Where are you gonna no, go? The realist. You'll see Africa. Yeah, where? they're doing a great job. We don't know that. It's gonna be like the same thing, like fucking Thailand, where they lie and say no cases over here, yet there's thousands of tourists still let, being let in, and people who are literally showing symptoms and going to training. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. And then now, 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 they're fucking, they're making steps. They're like, no, no bars, no massage parlors. Now they're actually putting implements. Unbelievable. But they were literally, like, no. Yo, too many people were going out while this shit was rampant. Rampant. Florida. Florida was full of life. Like two days ago. Disney. Beaches. Disney World. Disney World. Because they had a festival of lights. They had a festival of lights. And these motherfuckers were literally shoulder that's what to Florida, shoulder. Well, that's the thing of Florida is about. They just want to have fun. They just want to have party. That's what that whole state like is saying, about, man. Like they have a great time. Remember when I asked you, I was like, <laughs> are we like the only people who are like in lockdown, basically? Like uh, like SF? The Bay Seattle, area, for sure. Seattle. And, and New then, York. Yeah, New York. Like We're the only ones who are not taking it super serious. Like, we're taking it Because there's still parts in the middle of the country that aren't even affected. This is a This is like a coastal thing, for sure. Because it's where the major hubs of humanity are. It's where the greatest spread happens. Like, airports are asking, or like the airline companies are going to be asking, they're asking for money already because they're going to be fucking... Yeah, the government's pulling out trillions and trillions of God knows where of money to bail them out. And Wall Street. Hey, China. Own us even more? This is the global economy, man. Everyone relies on each other. We should just do like Futurama at this point and just be like, we are Earth. We are the Republic of Earth. And then, then everyone starts to get in contact with us. And then we, you know. <laughs> hey, the Simpsons predicted it, man. How come Futurama would be wrong? Because they haven't predicted shit. The Simpsons, they just have really good foresight, man. Those writers are just fucking in tune Hella with the tabs. fucking culture. Hella tabs. <laughs> Maybe. I you know high level writers wouldn't surprise me. Um one thing that surprises me is what's it called? How some people are not really taking this all too serious. I had one guy literally come to my gas station like he's with this girl, right? They're just talking, mm-hmm. talking, and then he's like, Man, people gonna believe whatever the government says about the coronavirus. So I was like, Yeah. I mean, you kind of got to, and I'm, you know, just, just kept listening, and then he's like touching a bunch of stuff, putting it and, back, and then and puts it back, and then he's just like, there's like a ginseng root we have, and he's like, oh, you know, just fucking, what do you put that? Put that on your butthole, and just, you know, he put his like two fingers in his mouth and like popped it. You so know? not only is and he I laughed, dismissing you know, it, but yeah. he's one of the types yeah, of, people of the people that's blatantly yeah. spreading it. Yeah. So like, it. I laughed. I was like, I laughed. Just you know, he's just talking shit basically. I had my gloves on, and I was like, okay, you know, and he did that, and I was like. Watch him just unknowingly just give it to himself or just spread it to somebody, you know, just like. Oh, for sure. <sighs> I guarantee you he's already spread it to somebody or something. I don't know. Hopefully not, you know. You, you can just really tell there's a lot of people that uh, don't know how to act. And 
there are people that act uh I don't know. You just you can see people's true colors nowadays. Through, oh, it's way shit. easier. It's way easier because this is like a survival state we're put into, right? Everyone want everyone's cons- like thinking of themselves. And I go back to that one tweet where they said Western culture is just so much closer. What? Wait, like wait, go back. What are you saying? The Western cultures, no, it's 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 not prepared for this type of thing because we have a self-preservationist attitude. Everyone's for the individual. You know, especially here in capitalist America, where it basically is on you or to like we have a lot of opportunity around. So it's on you to try to build yourself. So it's a very meritocracy and it's based, you know, and sometimes the meritocracy can be passed down and all this wealth. And when it it's a mess, <laughs> but, you know, essentially, it's just uh, this country, man. It, it's just not it wasn't prepared. They keep saying we weren't prepared. And now we have to deal with the wrath of that. We have to see how we can come together more as a country, address the inequalities, uh, and really, as a human race, grow from this, realize what we're doing, realize there's no room for waste. There's no room for inequality because you're going to lose a lot of people through inequality when this type of shit happens or war or something, you know, crazy times. But, um, you know, I think the big one that's highlighting it is the loss of sport. I mean, we were MMA guys, and it's affecting martial arts and MMA directly. But if you look at every sport, it's the same. Everything has just been yanked from people beneath their feet. And it's, you know, it's affecting us. So, dude, I look at House of Highlights. They're posting, like, the one crab video where he's fighting a little, like, Oh, like robot that robot thing, thing and he grabs like, the, the spinning grab. Yeah, he dude, the- he catches the strike and just... It takes them down and this is what i'm talking about like this is what i have to be entertained in terms of a sport because for the longest time it's crazy humanity has always like been this competitive thing always testing itself or going to war with itself and now it's something else that's testing it and it's just taking away all those aspects that we had left like sports like some entertainment they're stopping filming of shows and all this yeah, like there are tapings of shows like Netflix shows The Witcher. They had to stop uh, production in Europe because of this coronavirus. Um, everything's being put on hold for, you know, microscopic organism. It's crazy. Not it, organism, but a virus. Yeah, man. Well, I think it is an organism, and it's it's nasty, whatever it is. Uh, but what can we do besides be careful? So, okay. If you want to go forward like 10 years, right, what sort of issues are going to arise if something like this were to come back stronger? Maybe it starts dropping people. Okay, so. What was your question? What kind of issues would arise if something like this came down the line in 10 years and it starts killing people faster? Yeah. Do you think we would respond better or worse? First of all, we're going to have that fucking uh, CDC. Oh, yeah. That, the, um, that whatever, Not CDC, but whatever that the people who are literally made for like pandemic response shit, whatever. We'll have them in office, you know, oh, like, and, like Trump. Oh, my gosh, yeah. We'll have them. Isn't that the biggest thing that comes back, bites you in the ass? It's like, oh, we'll save money. Well, when are we, we going to need this? Yeah, and when are we going to need this? We haven't need Ooh. this. Yeah, just like literally like three, four years later. <clears throat> back with a vengeance. I think that... um. If something like this were to come back in like ten years, and were to just the mortality rate were to be like something crazy, like ninety five percent. That's a mass extinction event. That's like 
That's Ooh. I don't even know, man. That's like some crazy. Like there, I don't think us we we can't even begin to think what the government would be trying to do if something like that got out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I just trying to think. I'm just trying to think. Rate. I'm just trying to apply what this situation is going to do for us overall. We need to grow and prepare for yeah, this. Yeah, because we can't have an ego. Could be shit that's worse. The lawmakers might have an ego, and they'll say, "Oh no, we we prepared it. Nothing like that's going to happen again." No, it's gonna. Today, I was just saying how the military, the Department of Defense, they just released like a million masks and a million this and whatever this, and then. They were asking, it's like, you know, how effective do you think this is going to be? And, and then Trump was just like, listen, it's just a case of we don't have enough. When there's never enough. And I was just like, Whew. we just underprepared. So in the, it's never, never hurts to be overprepared. Oh, yeah, definitely. Big lesson. And if you want to think about it back to the individual thing, it never hurts to be individually prepared for something like this. But we, we got to be thankful. At least the power's not out. At least the water still runs. And it's at like, least all the central functions are still in place. So I heard Logan Paul talking about this. He's like, you know, maybe it looks bad that people are buying out of toilet paper because or it just looks everything looks empty as shit because toilet paper isn't a small item. You know, toilet paper, they're usually like this fucking big, you know? So obviously when, you know, people buy out, you know, four things of toilet paper, it looks like it's going to, looks a lot worse. An empty shelf of toilet paper looks a lot worse than, um, it's right. He has a point. He has a point. It's just, it's, I'm sorry. I just, I had a brain fart. Fuck. No, it's all good. It looks, no, I know what you mean because when you have all these big, big ass, ass packs of toilet, toilet paper, paper they leave the shocks, the like stocks, and four, f- two of them in a thing makes like it, the shelf's full, you know. So like if you take two of them, it just looks bad. Looks and bad. They're not going to put them back. Mm-hmm. And then it's like if if they are, it'll be at night, you know, when everything's closed, they're mm-hmm. stuck up everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, maybe it's not as bad as it seems, you know, because there are warehouses full of toilet papers. Like shit is still going to be around. Yeah, grocery stores remain open, pharmacies, everything remains open. You know what's funny? My mom, I saw these pastries that she bought in the uh, cupboard, and they were um really like, I was like, hmm, she probably bought them because they're like one of the last things left in there. And then I looked, I was like, I wonder why they're one of the last things left in there. I was like, where were they made? China. Italy. I laughed oh! so hard. And then, <laughs> I this is like at one in the morning, I just got done working out, and I was like, chocolate filled croissant like a little baby one I was like I was like it's funny that's from Italy and it would be more funny is if I ate it and I got it so I ate it and then I was like <laughs> and I don't know I don't know I and don't, so yeah so your logic is just like, eat it yeah just eat it and then so I was just laying in bed after I just ate take it take the chance and I swear to god it was like um what's that shit called when um you give yourself placebo uh, placebo all of a sudden, my, my, I was like, oh, my God, my, my, my throat's getting hella phlegmy. My throat's getting hella phlegmy. Oh, my God, I gave it to myself. I just started drinking hella water. And then after I drank, like, a cup of water, I just sat there. And I was like, oh, it's just a sugar. You know, when you have hella sugar in your throat, it just becomes hella, like, like, you know, sticky. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm dude. fine. I'm fine. I don't have it. But it's just crazy how, like, you can just thinking about this shit constantly kind of just has you, like, extra like oh my god Paranoid. Have, like, i have a symptom but you don't like you know dude russian was telling me the same thing like we was late at night on discord a couple of days ago and he's just like you know i know it's not and i don't have it but i keep telling myself like placebo and then yeah. i was just like dude, dude me too me too because every time my throat feels a little fucked up i just <clears throat> and yeah. i drink hella water make sure and then i'm like okay i'm good i'm good i'm, good. I'm pretty sure like it the main symptoms me. yeah or like the fever 
right? Fever. Fever, yeah. Running nose. There was an infographic that just showed them perfectly. It showed, like, the, the symptoms between... A we can c- use the internet. Yeah. They show. Don't go on your phone. Don't go <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> I had a whole talk with Steve because last podcast, like, he literally, oh, he piece looked at his shit. phone once. No, 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 no. He's like, piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. Don't go on your phone. If you go on your phone again, you're not on the podcast. I was like, okay. I did not okay. say that, you I fuck. Like, right, I told you I would mug you during the podcast. He just blew it out of proportion. I didn't blow it out of proportion. Guys, help me. I haven't been able able to leave this house. Every time I'm on this podcast, he fucking unlocks me from the closet in the garage. (laughs) He brings me in here. All I've had is fucking Americanos. (laughs) I feed him Americanos and and those French pastries. My brother has been having a lot of fun with this. He has asthma, but like literally on the way to work um, yesterday, he'd just be rolling down the window and just... Corona! Oh my and god! Like, just, like, so he's just he's just having fun. He's like, dude, what day is it? I'm like, it's like day one of the official like quarantine. You know, I just started uh-huh. dying. He's like, I'm gonna have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's it's, it's just a all around weird time i want to walk around with a gas mask like i wish it makes me wish in tahoe i would have bought that gas mask and i just walk around just what's up everybody just walk around hella cool just hey everybody how you doing just with a gas mask on people like come on man you think that's yes i'm not gonna oh not even acknowledge it just be like what's necessary i'm perfectly normal this is my face this is my face this is the face this is my house so yeah there i uh so okay entertainment hospitality industry sports um gotta stay at home it's a weird it's a weird situation but you know what's good about it the creativity yeah and i saw something on twitter it says when everything stopped when all of your life stopped and when things were taken away and they would seem like it wouldn't go away it seems like it would never come back what did you turn to art turn to art you turn back to the books to the shows to whatever it is the extent aesthetic experience maybe some people are going to museums online or something something to entertain themselves or take them away they turn to art so for me i just using this like it's like uh you know an opportunity just to start learning bro that's why i started making these videos and doing all this stuff editing more it's just like this is a perfect opportunity to take that time and, and just to start learning and uh, going create online, learn jujitsu, cons- create instead of consume. Exactly. Yeah. Or some people con- won't uh, get unless that you're, unless you're gonna cons- or unless the stuff you're consuming is helping you create. You know exactly. What I mean? Exactly. That's big uh, because you know some people aren't gonna feel that. Some people aren't gonna you know. And if that's not your if that's not your mindset on it, that's fine. You know, everyone's different. But at least for us and and you know what we've me and you have figured out is that. Um, in times like these, creativity is paramount or else you will not have purpose. You know what I mean? So it, even if, you know, say you just do jujitsu, create. So what that means is go online. Find all those solo drills. Find new moves to do. Build a grappling dummy out of pillows if you have to. Yeah, pillows, jeans, a belt. You can literally build a grappling dummy out of anything. Exactly. Coach David has a Let's go drill after. We don't have to roll. Oh, but no, let's I know. drill. I know. Because drilling know. is, we need to drill. So we'll drill. I'll show you that foot lock. And um, yeah. After you edit, but <laughs> because there's stuff to do today. Because, oh, like we said, we yeah. got to have two videos I want to put together today, and I'm just like, ah, do it. You know, um, it's always a daunting task when you start it out. Last night, uh, I finally got all the footage together, and it took me like it, it only five I, straight hours. Only reason I knew you were online because I was like, 
I'm gonna see who's on Discord. Like they told me morning. to. I I finished rendering it, and then I got on, so that was perfect timing. And then I ended up playing a few games with them, and I fucking would have stayed on if you know. But that again, I can't be mad about this. I thought I was gonna go help my dad with something today, yeah. but he ended up getting called into work. And again, I'm thankful that he's working because. Yeah, that's yeah, one of the. Thank God, um, because dude, it's it's. We've had the a, economy aspect of people. So that's what's making people so crazy and pent up, you know, and unsure. They don't know what to do. That making people unsure. Literally, I had some guy yesterday who was like, aren't you glad that um you guys are still working? And he had like a little nervous smile on his face. Or he's like, aren't you glad? Or don't you wish you had like the time off like the rest of us do? And he kind of had like a nervous laugh at them like a. <sighs> and I was like, no, not really. Like, you know, and I was like, I'm kind of glad to be working. And then he just like, you know, he just walked away. And I was like. I didn't answer that kind of rude, you know? And then Nelly was like, no, no. I mean, aren't you happy you're working? You know, I was like, yeah. She's like, and it was just that it was just a a moment of unsurety for him. He was just kind of trying, he was kind of projecting his, he was just like how he was kind of taking the situation. Like I'm happy to be had time off. I'm happy to just have time because for some people they'll know how to spend that time. Okay. Address the other aspects of my life. Exercise at home. Do, do you, this. Do that. You saw but some people, people are making will just, plans for other people. On yeah, on Twitter, I saw that. I like it's that. like eight a.m. I, like I love for that. people who don't know. Like, if for people because who really don't have like a, it really took me time. It really life. took me time to build my life schedule up to where I have like a routine yeah. now. And it's like, if it was jarring first couple days, I'll admit it was jarring. I was like, what do I do? But then I was like, oh, just do the same thing. Same Yesterday, course. I went to school on Zoom. I I did. I was doing push-ups and jujitsu movements all through the day. I watching videos. Um, made my video at night. Still play, I got my little social thing. Like that's what video games are huge for me. Discord, like that. We still have that social sphere. We still have the ability to interact. Interact with our friends because they all know, get on. We where all you live mics. in the world of Apple, if you have an iPhone, group FaceTime with your friends and do it often. Yeah. Because if you can't go out with them, don't just be separate. Make time like the same going out time. Just have a drink by yourselves on FaceTime. We have the capability now. Yeah. So it More doesn't have to be alone. It's isolation, but you don't have to be alone. That's yeah, like one of the best positive things you can friends. take from this. Yeah. Shout out technology. Making a big, making this isolation not so bad. It's pretty cool. It's, that's one of the good things. Yeah, that I just, wanted, I just think people are making it, making out to be something worse than it really is. Like how much, like people are making this seem much worse than it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, that's just the bottom line. I mean, some people are going to look at this and see a challenge and adversity and they'll just find their way to address it and get past it, you know, and keep living their lives. Some people, they're going to make it the end of the world and apocalyptic and it's tough and and my life is, is over. And it a lot of it depends on the situation. If you have something like a job or something really important from you taken because of this, then it's hard. It's hard not to look at it negatively. But you have to look at it positively and look at it as adversity. If you lose your job, don't. It's not, the end, of the it's world. not the end of the world. You have some free time now. Use that time to address the things you need to address in your life. And then spend the rest of your day, the rest of that time that you would have a job with to find replacement for that job or income or ways to find uh, a new income or ways to tap into the government or local programs for food or shelter, whatever you need. That's what you need to spend. That's your new job. You know, don't spend the hours sulking away because that's that's what's really going to lead to the fall of humanity. If everyone was just to look at this and 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 fall from it and and not do anything from it, that's that then Corona wins. So we have to. It's about adapting. It's not only a fucking. It's not a not just a war on um 
physical health but also mental health as well yeah man it's a test this is true test for people it's a really like for a lot of people this is going to be a challenge but as i like to think that um like you were saying, we Western civilization will come out stronger at the end of this. Has to, has to make improvements. Has to find its way towards a more social little microcosm. If today was a little indication of like that little coffee shop experience of like you know, there's still everyone's still in a good mood, and that one negative lady was just like, she tried to put her way down, you know, and everyone mm-hmm. else is like, no, fuck that, like stop, you know, like I don't think exactly. we're gonna come out. I better. think if that's any indication of the way humanity's headed, then. Mm-hmm. It's a good indicator because there's always going to be negativity. It's going to be the minority from how you can't far let grown. that minority. Make can't let it, that, you can't yes. make that minority influence the majority of your thinking. Exactly. Because that you can apply. Because I saw in, two other anywhere. people in that line that they weren't going to say anything. They were just kind of like letting the situation play out. And it was. I didn't like, even think about the wait time when I was waiting. It did. Take no, long, and it's like, but like, you know, that's why take it upon yourself to counter that. If you see that situation go down, counter it. Be positive to the people that they were just rude to. Be nice. You know what I'm saying? Forward. I saw that happen in Pete's when it was crowded once. And uh, the old dude said something rude to the lady. And I saw her face just frown. And she just had the most sad look on her face after. And I wanted I wanted to say, like, I don't know what he said to you. And, like, say something nice. But she just looked so dead taking my order after. I just felt like I just wanted to Did keep going because I was really busy. And today I was not going to let that happen. I was going to make sure like everyone, like you got to counter it. We got to come back with positivity all the time. Yeah. Don't hesitate because it's, you know, people are waiting for that. A lot of people wait and they just kind of stand by and just hope. But if you have the ability to just take that strength upon you and just be positive and it doesn't have to be confrontational, just be positive. And a lot of times it'll figure itself out like it did today. And if, like you said, if that's in any indication of, uh, where we're headed and stuff this is like day indicator. two day three of the stuff going on and if people already uh you know coming together and you know not letting some mean lady put down some understaffed coffee house place you know exactly exactly and all those baristas all those ladies are nice man. nice they're and they've awesome. been there every single time we've been almost yeah. like that older lady the two chicks over there like that's their gig man. Yeah, that's, that's the holly so you gotta <laughs> it's just crazy how they uh sour side of humanity it surfaces and it's a part of it, but um, you know, just you impose you, the the good side on them, and uh, they learn. They Shh. learn steady little bit by little bit. Shout out to uh, my barber man, Phoebe. He messaged me this morning. Oh yeah, he like, messaged. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I got a haircut tomorrow cool. at ten thirty because oh, I was looking scruff. I'm looking scruffy, boys and girls. I'm looking very scruffy. Ladies yeah, and I'm scruffy too, but you know, I'll I'll see what I do. Um, I'm getting my haircut tomorrow at ten thirty, man. I need a cut. It's a good move. It's a good move. He's getting, just, oh, he's getting cuts. At, he's giving cuts at his house. That's why I said shout out to him. Real dude. Yeah, that's dope. That's really like All his regular customers. And he has now. to, man. He's got to get the money somehow, too. You know? Got to adapt. He adapted. Fuck. Yeah, that is true. Oh, I was going to say also... Um, don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of ran into there. Just sprinted. When I had my, my idea, I was walking, so... Leroy Jenkins or the one Leroy I think about that Jenkins. almost daily and I haven't I don't even talk about it but I just it was such like a like a funny like that was like the first I like meme. to go back to that the from the 2000s to 2010s that internet meme culture was so funny. crazy it was funny it was crude and it the way that we had to deal with the technology at the time it was just hilarious I remember this was like a time when pivot animations were huge on YouTube like the one little stick figure animator 
my God, so many memes, so many like it was just the weirdest humor. And pivots would, like uh like this like uh. What Jarrell showed us. Okay, I was making sure it's like that's little stick figure stuff. It's really interesting. Those were my first YouTube videos. How I, long would it take you? Like, if you remember, how long would it take you to put together one of those YouTube videos? Like for that Gmod video when you made that nuke thing, the one of more the more successful video yeah. you put out. How long did it take for you to? edit that and just put it together i didn't do any sort of editing i got a recording from my camera that i put up in front of the computer screen and i went on windows movie maker i edited like maybe a little bit took me like three hours man at most three hours or how long was the video itself like maybe under 10 minutes 10 minutes minutes? and uh now i realize the real work and getting video how you want i took about six hours and uh, if you want to count the 45 minutes it took for me to come up with the title and all the stuff and and uh, and um, that's also an underrated aspect is coming up and the thumbnail the you got to come up with a good thumbnail um, and I mean it was weird because I my channel gained the ability to use custom thumbnails after that video hit 10,000 or whenever it started gaining views and it's always been there it's always now been I, I, I'm pretty sure now you can do what sure it's, it's for everybody yeah. but like earning that Back when YouTube was like that, yeah, you gotta earn it. Good, that felt pretty cool. Hell yeah, because it made your videos stand out. If you could upload your own thumbnail, it's like, oh, this dude has he could do that, he must have real videos. It was now that I think about it, I forwarded into content creation back then too. I had a, I used to, you know, fraps back in the day, fraps when you used to be able to record off your computer, like that's what it was called, fraps, fraps. and you'd have have the watermark, you'd have the watermark in the corner. The I little so yellow bootsy. numbers. Yeah, I, had, I was so bootsy. I got that free trial. And you could record maybe like two or three minute clips with the free trial. So with those two or three minute clips, I remember I used to like playing the uh, TF2 Halloween servers. So mm. I would get on there. I remember I TF2. have TF2 installed again. It's crazy. We have to hit That's that up ten, after. We will. After like everything's it, done. It's like Joe Rogan and everything. It's like oh, Quake. Fucking uh, Dude. I was killing shit with the spy. I was like, I remember why I like this class. I would just got the spy, put the mask on, just... I remember, I remember this one story in particular. Bro. I told John, I'm like, get on TF2 with me, get on TF2. And he joined, and we're on opposite teams. And I was like, hey, John, what class are you playing? I thought he right was now? on my team. I He's thought like, he was I'm just asking. Heavy. I thought he was heavy. just asking me so he didn't be the same class. And I just go up as a fucking and He was spy. just like, okay. <clears throat> <Backstab. laughs> and I was like, Steve, I thought you were my team. Like, the memories behind these games. And that goes back to, like, the social sphere of gaming. So console gaming is a lot more mainstream. All of our friends are on consoles. It's really it like cool. This. Console gaming is to our okay. Because console gaming, oh, you're gonna be Western civilization. PC gaming, whatever the fuck, Asian civilization. Because yeah, they're, they're so much more. They're like, PC like, gamers. Dude, Asia, Asia's like if we're here, Western age. Yeah, like they've just been like around. The they they know this PC shit. PC gaming and community, like you can just hop on a Gmod server, not know anybody on the Trouble and Terrorist Town servers, and just all of a sudden, two matches in, you guys are like best friends. You guys are just having fucking fun with the people on there. And then on Xbox, it's like a lot more of those, or not Xbox, but console. It's a lot more of those. Yeah, you fucking nerd. Fuck yeah, you, you know? for example, like, no we were offense. playing Modern Warfare, and uh, luckily we got a couple good shit talkers in our friend group. Oh fuck, we have some of the best. Chris is Chris is super useful for those <laughs> those lobbies when there's like, but and uh, Brandon goes in there too. They all go in there and go ham. But there was one where this guy, man, there's entertaining shit talk where you're funny, you use wit, but then and there's, then there's those guys that like are you're... just very negative and full of hate and toxicity. And this dude was just saying, "F you, f your mom, f this." And I hope you die. Like very harmful things like very something toxic that went right things. in his life 
that's what I'm saying, man. And I just hear him spouting these things out into the internet. I'm like, man, can't even think to use your mind to talk shit. You just go to straight anger. And I was like this. I thought about I thought about that, and I was like, he does nothing else for his anger or energy. Like this is where he gets it out. Exactly. It's just like in console, you're gonna see a lot of that. Not anywhere. The PC anyway, do you PC have those too. One hundred percent. You have just you have those rage dudes. Do you have the rage dudes that just go off? Yeah, you have the rage dudes. You got the people. Who, uh, it's like a s- typical. It's like you get um, you have like the normal people on your team, and then you have like the foreigners who just type in like the uh, the Mandarin or like Russian fucking thing. Oh, it's like a funny. Yeah, I know, but um, yeah, I just think like um, gaming and the gaming industry and live streaming and all this stuff is gonna take a. It's gonna be. A, Big increase, a big boom, you know, like pull it towards you. There you go. Yeah, there you go. It just has to be like you can angle it down more if you want. Scoot your chair up, do what you need to do. Is this fine? Yes, now you're good. Okay. Oh, so god damn it, John. I know, I know. I took you off topic with that. But um, we're talking about the PC games and... Uh, I feel like the gaming industry and like all these live streaming platforms are going to see a fat-ass increase in their oh, like, sales no and doubt. everything. Yeah, that's huge, man. I mean, I bet you a lot of I bet you a lot of Netflix subscriptions, a lot of people... I mean, look, people are buying TVs. Netflix, they're buying yeah. Stuff. <laughs> There's literally... Um, I don't know if it's Netflix just because I haven't been on there in a couple months, but they added hella new movies, like actual titles, not just like that stupid shit before like... Hobo with a shotgun, which is a good movie in its own right, but it's not like a mainstream movie, you know? <laughs> that but was like, such a crazy you know, movie. Was, he got shot in the head in the beginning and then comes oh. back. And then he just decides to get a lawnmower because he wants to like get money. And, and then, then he, he just like, goes back. And then he gets he ends up seeing some dude. Get, uh, it was just a weird... Like, if you a, haven't seen Hobo with a shotgun, you'd like to see the absurdity of you, what... If you want to see what happens if Corona goes wild... And turns our society into this crazy dystopian future. Watch Hobo with a shotgun. Honestly, if you think that cliche of those those weird Hollywood directors that they just want to put their vision and they have this idea, man, it's gonna work. That exists, and it exists too much. And those are the type of movies that come from that. <laughs> I'm really sad. I can't watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Apparently, it's one of Quentin Tarantino's most. It's a really good movie, and the only thing I'm sad I didn't see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's uh different, or it's all like based, not based on real life, but you know, it's all like it's just the ending that gets changed, you know. Because apparently, uh, okay, I'm not gonna spoil it because still gonna watch. We have to you tell me this after that we're done with the podcast. Yeah, because well, it's, that... it's gonna be really good. It's basically like literally like everything. I should oh, as a film dude, I should fucking probably watch all of Quentin's movies. I've only seen um, I've seen Django. And I've seen, uh... If you haven't watched Kill Bill, you cannot be talking about Quentin Tarantino. Okay, we're gonna watch... I gotta watch all of them. Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2? I I haven't watched a lot of movies I should've watched, man, and... Hey, you have an excuse now. Definitely. We can do that fucking the Vader series. I can't wait to get really truly cultured, because I've been saying this, and you know... Oh, my bad. You see? You see? You bitch at me for moving the mic. You pull your mic towards yourself (laughs) and move the (laughs) mic away from me. You know, the next upgrade will be mic stands. Wireless mics. Like Mr. Anderson, where they'll fall from the ceiling. Just, Mr. That's heck of funny. Did you see they had WWE Raw? 
with no, no audience. Crowd. And Stone Cold was just, let me get a hell yeah. And they just showed the empty chairs. PS uh, PlayStation had the PS5 announcement. And their crowd, they didn't have any crowds, but they had like the silhouettes of the people. Mm-hmm. And the silhouettes were just famous PlayStation characters. You can see like Crash Bandicoot. What? Um, like just like the shadows, you know, the silhouettes. And I'm uh. like, that's cool. I mean, they didn't have a crowd, but they made the best use of the hey. characters. If anybody from EA is listening to this, if you want me to just absolutely stream the shit out of your game, stay inside for my whole life, release EA UFC 4 now. Release, release it. If release guys, it. It's time. This is this is the prime time. Hey, coming coming <laughs> hey, yeah, EA, speaking of which, um coming from a uh, someone in your Battlefront 2, you know, on the Star Wars Battlefront 2 Reddit, put out some fucking villain skins, man. We need some mall skins, we need some new Villain skins. We have 40 fucking heroes skins, and we have, like, what, 10 villains? We need help, man. We need some fucking help. How do you feel about VR gaming right now? I, I want to get into it because of the boxing so, game you know, you and know, Fallout. You know how um, Hugo Martin was talking about Doom VFR? Yeah, how it just... I have that for PS4, and it's one of the funnest VR experiences you I could have You teleport, though? Do you just... You, te- you move around like a VR game. I mean, it's not going to be, like, as fluid right, as, like, on the right, thing, of course, right. but... It's of course, still limitations, fun. you know, limitations with the software, with the hardware, you, it, but you have fun with it. It's not like... I uh, feel like it's easier to talk shit about it when you're not when you don't playing have, it. When you don't have... Okay. When you don't have the hands-on experience with VR, you just see the way people move and stuff. You're like, it's not fluid like with the controller. It's not going to be the same. It's literally the same. You don't even think about it when you play. Like, it's just like a whole different... Like, wow. You really get immersed in VR. It's different. Like, you take with off this the now, dude, I could get an Oculus now with this thing. <sighs> you should, dude. Ugh, like, I... I Once I have more streaming capabilities, then I'm going to make the investment in that. Because who wouldn't want to? Dude, VR chat looks so funny. VR chat is one of the things I want to get. Just because like, it's just, just go so in there, just, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> just go in there and start just having a great time. People go in there. I just can't wait to. Uh... This is like a good reflection of humanity and the intellectuals. <laughs> this is how they have fun. To be honest, though, um, gaming. It's going to be the reason why uh, a lot of people so, like they're still sane. I think so, stuff. man. It's such a sense of community in the gaming community. I've really loved it. I mean, we all grew up in it. Our, our good friends are deeply entrenched much farther along in their careers uh, in in gaming and, and that content industry. And it's just it's 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 very supportive. It's very it's competitive as it is supportive. But but man, do people help each other out? And I really like that about it. So, I, by the way, did EA make Star Wars? Or was that Activision? Well, if you go back all the way, they bought it from uh, the, the like pandemic software. Oh, and you know like, what I read, Apple's Apple might buy Disney stocks, or Apple might buy Disney because their stocks are so fucking low. You heard it here first, ladies and gents. We're gonna go towards monopolies and the giant companies yeah. all getting together. It's gonna be a massive super state. Yeah. But it's like this, okay? But what if that happens and they bring us into the next echelon of humanity where we start to go galactic and we start to communicate? When do I get my lightsaber? That's <laughs> my question. That's all I ask. Okay. What would you rather have first? And I know it's going to be lightsaber, but a lightsaber or teleportation? That doesn't fuck you up. And it's already the trials are done. And it's like. You mean teleportation? As in, like, like you, I have to go no, to like you, this place and it's like Nazi zombies. Every, like I fucking every step no, on the you have one of those in your house. It's like a thing. Everyone has it in their that. house. I want a lightsaber. Because unless I have, unless <laughs> I have like, it. I want. Like that superhero type of shit where I can just just fucking literally think of where I want to teleport and just no, I don't want the fucking like fucking Yeah, having... that'd be easier for sure. But a I self-contained guess. teleportation. Okay, what if it's like an Apple Watch though? 
And it's basically that. If it's an Apple Watch, and there's going to be some way for it to fuck up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to have, like, the agency of teleport. So, like, hey, does okay, anybody uh, use the force to teleport? Okay, okay. Very unpopular thing from this Star Wars, from this new uh, trilogy of Star Wars films. And the second movie of the trilogy. Oh, where they trans, like, so plants. Luke Skywalker. They're on some fucking planet, the Rebels. And these motherfuckers are, like, getting attacked by the First Order. And Luke's not there, but... Like, he's not there, but then all of a sudden, Luke's there, and he's, like, meditating on the faraway planet he's on, but then he's there fighting Kylo, and then when Kylo goes for the killing blow against him, his lightsaber just goes through him, goes through him and he's like, huh? And then, it's like, Luke wasn't there, it was a big distraction. Oh, I and, just but put then it, him, I... Yeah, but then him doing that, that, like, teleport, that, like, image, like... Yeah, so basically he was there, but he wasn't there. Yeah. For, like, what's that called? Casting something? Like, hmm some projection like oh some sort of project astral, astral yeah, projection some, well, that somehow that killed his character so like him doing that he became like astral projection is real but that's basically their take on it yeah, it's like he's like, materializing yeah, himself, himself somewhere yeah. else but is that, that what Obi-Wan that? did against Darth Vader no I don't know I thought he just gave himself up to the force I, don't I know. think that's what it was and apparently dark siders really can't go to the force they can't be force ghosts makes sense oh that's some religious shit that's yeah. some religious undertone mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um What's your favorite? Just because we're on this topic of Star Wars, what's your favorite Star Wars character? Anakin. He went full circle. Um, you know, tough childhood was a son of a slave you and gotta he watch was slavery. And watch then, the Clone Wars, man. You know, like he went that. through war with Obi Wan. Yeah, went through. He like fucking that. grew with Obi Wan. His and they, they they grew so powerful together. He taught Anakin the fort, like, and they went through wars together. And then you have Episode fucking three where, where fucking Palpatine starts getting to him, corrupting him. No, it's and been no, it's it's been throughout. No, like, but that's when he starts really, and then, and then with Padme. Oh, now as a kid, since it's like in the kid and in the Clone Wars TV show is when they show like, you know, he's like Anakin, let's speak, and then they like go talk and shit, and then, oh, fuck, um, they showed um, what's his name, you know, General Moff Tarkin, where the fucking that yeah. guy. Yeah. So in the show, he's in the Clone Wars show, he's like in there, but it's before he's like a admiral, and then him and Anakin, you know, when Anakin's still Anakin, he's just like. He's like, um, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm friends with the Chancellor. Anakin's like, hmm, you're friends with the Chancellor. He's like, so am I. And then Admiral, like, the fucking dude, he's looked at him like, like, you do, do you? He's like, do you really know who he is, though? You know. And then, Whoa. yeah, like it's just a lot of shit. You know, it's just like, you, you know, watch the animated show. A lot of people knock it because it's animated. It's a kid show. It's, it delves into some deep ass um lore, t- lore topics and some shit you wouldn't expect from like a. TV fourteen show like some real yeah, deep shit. Yeah, for sure, dude. Man, oh my oh, god. And I'm gonna say it's between Obi Wan for me favorite characters Obi Wan and Maul because those are two characters Darth Maul because those are two characters that go through hell and they still come back and you know Obi Wan like literally think about it. His master dies, his best mm. friend slash brother turns against him slash mm. kills him. Uh, all the other Jedi he knew dead. Everyone like basically like at the end he's like an, an old man who's like looking out for the future. He doesn't oh, care like you know it's crazy. So it's like you know him and Maul because in the Clone Wars like he dies episode one he says like ten words he dies. Clone Wars they give hella more exposition into him. I just like how he like went crazy. He got like cut in half, went crazy, and he gets found by his brother and his brother like dude. So his brother, okay, I want to tell you if Darth Maul is like. Like if style it, bender, no, then fucking no, his Darth brother Maul, in Ganu, dude. If Darth Maul is Rod Tang, 
then fucking his brother is Ong Long Song. Oh, dude, yes. Oh, my God. Um, literally, it's like, oh, you know where I'm in an allegory of a psilocybin trip? Because they go back to um, Whoa. Their, their homeland. And this dude, Maul's crazy. He's been in isolation. He's been eating, like, rats and shit to survive. Ooh. He has, like, spider legs. And he just goes back to his homeland. His mother's like a witch, like a witch thing. So she literally just puts him in a trance on the table. And I like the way I say it's a shroom shit because she's literally like opens a green portal over his head and he just has hella like fucked up thoughts. She's literally pulling the black thoughts out of his head, like the negative thoughts. And, just, and literally, I know she's literally throwing him away, but I was like, it's like a shroom trip when you literally sit there. It's not you who's doing or like someone else is doing it, but you're just going through sitting through your thoughts and like, all right. This bad negative, thing. Yeah, this I like, bad thing. You would address them and then she, this is what I couldn't articulate it as well. But I was like, when you when you do that, you can feel the neurons just yeah the dissipation of the negativity if that's what you focus on, and uh, yeah, dude, that 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 definitely is kind of like a parallel. It's definitely some sort of a uh, an appeal to um, a necessary ritual in order to remove negativity, deep seated negativity, more effectively. Mm-hmm. That dude, right? he came back from that after coming from the brink of like death and insanity to come back, and basically getting his like ultimate revenge on his enemy. That's uh, fucking cool. That's some. That's badass. I'm not saying I'm a bad guy, but you know, dark villains are cool. The villains, it because villains are a, a representation of the true rage and humanity and like the unchecked uh, vice of humanity and what it can lead to. Smart villains. Oh, it's crazy. Scary, he scary, scary. Oh my god! Sorry to be dwelling on this fucking show for too long, but no, nah, it's good. He, I mean, he takes um, you know how Palpatine he rules from like the under, you know, all the world. You know, it's it's Chancellor Palpatine, but it's actually the Sith Lord who's ruling. It's crazy because like, he like rules the same way. Like when him and his brother come, they're like, all right, we're gonna take over Mandalore. We're gonna take over from the underworlds, and we're gonna rule from the underworld. We're gonna have like our own gov- our own. <clears throat> oh yeah, they have a corrupt leader who like was already in jail, and they're like, all right. We're going to revolt against the government. We're going to have you be the face of our nation, but we're going to be giving you the orders. You know, you lead the Mandalore, oh. we rule the underworld. And that's basically like how, like, you know, Palpatine ruled the Senate. That's another level of, of analyzing like a corruption and physically deep seated corruption manipulating the surf oh yeah, that's what i'm saying like this show like people just like, it's a kid's show i'm just like if you have the tr- if you like like i do i have the fucking the training and i like to think of it as training of just finding imagery finding uh signs meanings in whether it's text whether it's uh, a Thanks. show or anything <laughs> or anything you take the fucking symbols and the metaphors and you just fucking apply it to the grand scheme and you're just, Ooh. yeah, that's true. It's crazy. And it, you know, it's good that these writers could stick very skilled, very, they stick to the central themes of humanity. And when you have a space drama like that, it's crucial that you stick to the central themes of humanity to give people something to relate to, because then it gets a little abstract because like 2001, a space odyssey, Oh Jesus Christ! I feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. He's taking his brain, our brain, the fucking basically, and then he could, and then he starts getting the howl starts getting dumber and dumber, Mm. and then he starts just singing a song. It was like, oh, that's just dark. And it was like, and then they they portray the humans as becoming so advanced that that they have a more of a control over their emotion emotions than the machine, and they become more robotic in their nature. 
because the astronaut dude, when he was talking to Hal, he didn't raise his voice. He was just like, Hal, 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 Hal. Never emotionally, never raised it, never did anything until like the 10th time. And then he went and did something robotically. So that, that, it, it kind of separated humanity a little bit. And I was like, dude, that movie tripped me out, man. That movie, when I watched it in uh, film studies, just tripped me out. You really need to sit down. Like, don't watch that if you're looking for something entertaining. That's yeah, like one that makes you, you think. Up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> think about it after. Just... It, yeah. That was a crazy drive home from that class. Movies are definitely get more popular. How is that? How is it? Okay. So I'm coming from someone because I commute to school. takes me like on a bad day, 30 minutes of traffic. With you, Shab- you have, it's gotten better then because when I was going to Shabot, it was forty-five. Well, because you're coming from Castro Valley, I'm coming from uh, City. Yeah, I'm coming from that's, City. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll, you have a direct line to the Hesperian right there. How does it feel not having to uh, go out and commute to school every day? How how because like I'll tell you what, man, this has got to be the most a, conflicted experience. As someone who's in way more advanced classes than I am, because I'm just started getting back to school. How is this affecting you? Do you see it affecting the quality of work you're getting? And do you think that – do you really care about not getting a diploma, like being, being able to walk the stage? So first of all, in terms of the graduation part, I've always questioned humanity and its tendency towards tradition. And I was like, why don't why don't we advance the graduation ceremony for the times? We always have the same robe and the same – and I get it. You got to have something. You got to have a ceremony. But I was just never the ceremony guy. So to me, mail me my diploma. I'll have my celebration with my family separately if that's what's really going to take. Uh, it's not the end of the world to me. Second, uh, the classes, the quality of the classes has fallen because I signed up for in-person classes. I get the most from an in-person class interacting with people and interacting with the teacher. That was taken from me. So now it's fallen, but they're doing their best. And with Zoom, it's, it's about as good as you're going to get. You know, same meeting times, still get to talk face-to-face with the teacher. Um, can't see most of my classmates because people don't use cameras. A lot of them. Those two fine ass bitches. No, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. dude. There's like, oh yeah, no, yeah, dude. It's <laughs> from that one class. <laughs> it's it's like, man, I wish I would, but you know, it, 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 it's it's a difference. But like I said, I've been adapting. Um, the commute. That's the part I love. I don't I have to commute. Like, I literally get up. I take my time. I actually like brush my teeth, take a shower like I'm getting ready, kind of keep some normalcy. And I just set up my I set up my laptop for the video aspect, set up my desktop to do work. And it's like I'm going to school with two screens in my room. Cool. And uh, I, I could dress how I want from uh, the, the top from waist the, up from or waist the down. waist down. Waist yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah, I could be in my boxers just, you know, chilling. And it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I'm going to turn off my mic. I'm going to turn off my – turn off your camera. Um, I heard that uh, – all right. I just remember just because um the commute would always fuck you up because like let's say we had plans to hang out on a Thursday <sighs> like if we had plans to hang out on a Thursday with our friend our best friend Gilly shout out Gilly um we'd always Gilly just be guy. like all right like so John we're gonna hang out like a, me and Gilly gonna hang out too like a slide and you're like fuck class I'm not off till two I'm not gonna be home yeah I'm not so off to two forty five I'm not gonna be home till like four four thirty and then you're like plus we're only gonna hang out like an hour and then I'm gonna go train and then like blah blah blah. This was the real grind. So in that respect, I'm like, well, I have a lot more time to socialize now and spend time with loved ones. But shoot. I missed like, but that commute <sighs> definitely took something out of me, man. It was just uh, commute. I missed the training, man. We're gonna go train, dude. Training, not training, sucks. We're gonna drill. 
or we'll try. I'll try, yeah. So much time. Well, you know, it all depends. But I'm going to solo drill, too. I've been solo drilling. Don't be afraid to solo drill. Uh, I'll send you that guy's page. I mean, almost every page got Kyle Terra online. Muay professor. Yeah, put professor, it online for thank free. You, professor. Thank you. Uh, and a lot of other people, like every Muay Thai guy, Sean Fagan, he put out a bunch of uh, free uh, bag work workouts you could do at home. Um, there's a lot of people, uh, Bernardo Faria, John Donahue. Yes, yes, out Gordon, co- yeah, everything. Gordon, I, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Christina, not only, not the only one the, she made her DVD on doing the same, like, cheaper, like, everything. everything. Not, uh, not just the video game community, but the martial arts community is coming together. So, like, they're coming together, and I love to see an that. An already strong and already very strong, yeah. awesome community has a building even more. Yeah, they're giving, they're giving themselves even more of a backbone and just giving back to people who literally maybe they can only train at the gym and they don't have access to online stuff. Now they're giving people free all access this to knowledge, stuff. all this new stuff to try, all I, these solo drills. Sorry if I get a little emotional here, but that's, like, fucking amazing to see. You love to see shit like that because, again, it's an, if you take this little microcosm, there's a lot of good left still on this planet, you know? Exactly. And that, it's not going to be, the thing about good is it's tricky, right? So life works in this like little reverse thing. It You're not going to see the good unless you look for mm-hmm. it. Okay. Exactly. Cause the first thing that's going to pop up is negative. And you're just going to, you know, the negative force is trying to bring you down. And then, uh, you know, you just got to push through that and then you start saying the good and the good and you start putting the good out and it comes back to you more. And then you just realize, okay, this is what it's about. You have to really participate in the good and actively seek it and cultivate it in order to 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 have that to have it re- uh, received Reciproc- to re- like, reciprocate it exactly. Um, so that's all it is. Another takeaway from this whole Corona thing is that like a lot of the emissions and a lot of the problems that were that were going on. So in China or wherever, it's very polluted. You can see like the smog right, and everything. Right. And apparently, because of this Corona pandemic over there over the past couple months that the shit cleared up like it's like it's gotten considerably clearer but at the same time they um just released like a a law that said because you know there's a shortage on masks they basically took away all the um environmental stuff from their factories in order to make up for all the masks like they're saying like all right we're gonna take away all the regulations and stuff we had on the um on the plants and stuff so like not the plants the production plants and stuff so that we can make up for this lack of math. So let's say you were you could only produce this and that much on this day. Fuck that. You can keep going all for night. For the masks? Yeah, for the masks or whatever products. like Gloves tests, and all this. All so now these, some of these companies are just... Yeah, they're going to be mass producing and people are kind of like, okay, but it's because you know how much pollution they put out? They're taking away like... You know what I'm trying to say, right? Like There's a... Yeah, it's going to it's gonna start becoming a point of diminishing returns. You know, you can get a lot of masks, you can get a lot of this protective stuff, but what is that? How much more damage are you going to do to the already damaged ecosystem we have? Yeah. And speaking of which, like, Bolsonaro, they got hella mad at him, the Brazilian president or whatever, because mm-hmm. he, you know, they were saying he's, he might be infected with the virus. Oh. He, he went out and, like, held, like, a group party, like, a group thing, but like, he met God, with public people. damn it. With pu- people in the public, like, hundreds of people took pictures with them. Oh, it's acting a fool, man. Acting a fool. Oh, did you see? Dude, our fucking government, man. Like, you know, Trump is up there. They think he might be got it too. And he's up there with fucking 15 people talking at the press conference. Oh, yeah. There's literally like a <laughs> there's like a meme on Reddit. Like, the CDC, press, all the pr- yeah, CDC recommends no, no people, no groups larger than 10. There's 16 people up there. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And I yeah, counted. That was, I was like, yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday's. Yeah, yeah. 
it's crazy how fast so it's a day by day cycle and every day it's gonna be different that's what's crazier about this whole situation too it's crazy that cdc has a youtube channel and they upload like every day it's like march 18th update coronavirus and i was like yeah they they probably have like some high level content people just working on that stuff man thankful for them dude like yeah the center for disease control man this is like the lats like the major player right now because essentially private se- i don't know if it's private sector or it's a, an extension of the government but it, in any case you need a definitive response or else it's going to crumble so at least we have experts we have a lot of stuff that goes into infectious disease we're going to be good but you know the first thing i think about is uh like evolving like stuff like viruses okay this one this one's good what's like the like that that's 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 the negative side right and then how far can we advance right and how quick i'm looking at both sides and just trying to weigh it out but honestly just trying to do that is just more confusing than it can get so i'm just going to be like you know what cdc can handle that um they're ready like there's a hello or do you hear that trump was trying to um i don't know how accurate this is but trump was um trying to pay germany like german medical professionals to make a vaccine and streamline it to america first i saw something about that and i was like whoa like that's and super competitive you can you know if you weren't already an asshole in the face of americans or some people that's the number one way that all of the world in this time of crisis can look at him and be like what an ass. Yeah. Because you're going to be like, my people first. I'll pay more. Like, come on, man. That's just Trump, man. That's just Trump being the businessman that he is. Yeah, I know. Doesn't regard the ethical part fuck. of it. Fuck. I'm sorry. Just to, like, just what? Fuck. It's, like, come on. It's absolutely crazy how politicians can act, bro. And you can't look at people as people and individually anymore. They look at them as numbers. Back to interviewer Steve here because I got in the mode and I kept asking you questions. So. Second YouTube video out. No, no. Hmm. Second video? Second video out. Well, third, because I, I'm uploading the podcast, podcast too. Podcast, but, you know, I'm talking about... In any know. case, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second, like, subjected video. Second video. Um, How does it feel getting back? Not getting back, because you would upload a podcast, but going back to your roots, basically, and just uploading shit. Feels good. Feels great. Feels more familiar. Because I remember I was doing... I had to, like... I wanted to do it when I was 12 and I was doing all these things. I was basically taking ideas from people's videos and tutorial videos and basically just doing them for myself and seeing if I could present it and seeing if I could frame it better, see if I could put it out better with a voice or something. And it ended up working great for that Gmod video. Hit 10,000 views. It took a few years, but it was a viewed video. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And getting back to it with an actual purpose, with equipment, with uh, a clear mind, with training in this field, oh, it feels tremendous. It feels great. That's good because you can always approach something with no trading and think you're like, I got it again. But when you come back to that with mental mental preparedness, just time. Mm, yeah. Because it's like, again, time spent time. training towards it, man. Time spent learning. Uh, when I was learning Premiere at San Jose State, I think this was my first semester. Either... Uh, fall semester or spring semester last year and when I, as soon as I started learning Premiere 
how to edit on Premiere and how to do te- all this shit with the equipment. I was like, yes, this is this is the shit right here. This is exactly what I need. And uh, it was with that. It was learning how to uh, film, put stuff from an XD card to here. And then um, by that point, it was just uh, I was like, OK, you're ready to apply it. And that's when, you know, I tried to get stuff on my laptop and do it on my laptop, but I knew it, there was equipment that came with it. Because every time I was editing on Premiere, it was on a, a iMac, like those big ones. Big ass fucking Big ass screen. Macintosh. So fucking uh, old ass fucking name for fucking it. Fucking Macintosh HD. But uh, it was always a very big system and it always needed a lot of RAM. So I fucking, I had to get an upgrade, obviously. And let I me, did. Let me upgrade. Um, and now, knowing how to use all the equipment, knowing how to manipulate it so i don't i don't rely on production as a separate entity i I am like a self-contained host producer writer whatever all of it being self-contained having all the skills to go into it that feels good because i don't have to separate anything i don't have to feel lost i've equipped myself with everything that i need in order to operate the whole operation it takes time but i've found out how to efficiently do it that's the key and you know it's just learning every day using it more and more going youtube finding stuff that i have questions about i don't know how to do just constantly educating yourself get that baseline and then you just build that's what uh in this time everyone's gonna do that just self-educate dude yes and it hasn't it's never been easier man it's never been easier 2020 is in Everything is a Google search away. Real talk. It just bro. depends what you want to fill your mind with. I mean, if you want to fill it with mindless bullshit, you could definitely go ahead. do that. There's a lot of things. There's plenty. But if you go out and search for for videos meaningful, and informative content, like can, dude, I, I, my favorite ones, and I'll shout them out by name, like Wendover Productions or Real Life Lore. There's a history one that I love called Invicta. Like it's they're very f- fact. These are it's almost like they're people with educations in this that are now putting that into the into the YouTube, like YouTube community and, and educating and researching and putting all of that into videos that are easily consumed yeah. that's crucial for society because I mean if you just want to get because like education is tough like formal education because it's like the whole thing about it is and one of my teachers broke it down is that we there's never enough time to learn the full scope like there's just always something you're going to leave out so if you self-educate and you take the dedicated time to learn the full scope you're going to be better off than a system that was trying to create it to cram it into a certain amount of time does it help to have training and and exercises and and uh you know the mental fortitude and ability to to snap to it that a formal education gives you yeah but you don't need you know, you don't need to stay in grad school. You know, nowadays, if you want a degree and you need it, it's a pathway to this, do what you need to do. But it's not necessary if you just need a set of skills in order to apply. Get those skills however you need, and then you can start applying them. Yeah. People get caught up in the in the educational system. I have to get my degree. I have to. I a have lot of people, and, you know, it, it's sad to say, but some people kind of get caught in, in the graduate school system because they're kind of insecure about leaving and maybe feeling unprepared to leave school with only a bachelor's. So they feel like they're pressured into getting a doctorate so they could stand out more. To me, I was not interested in getting more federal loans. I was not interested in staying in school any longer. And I feel like I am equipped already. Um, some people can't say the same and, you know, their path is different. But I... I just made sure I was going to be equipped with the bachelors. Um, so that's, and I've taken the steps to do that. It's crucial that people know the steps they need to take with their education. A hundred percent. Cause coming from me, 
when I first got out of high school, I don't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I literally got people I, got I got pushed into college and that like led to me taking like taking three weeks of classes, dropping out and not because I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I truly wanted for myself. So it took me like, you know, two years off, mm-hmm. two and a half years off. And I finally realized like what I wanted to do. I had a plan. I mean, I sat down with you. I was like, yo. Like you, because you're like my closest friend. You're exactly, my brother. You're bro. my brother. So I just literally sat down with you. I'm like, you, yo, you, you've gone to Chabot. You're in, you're at San Jose State now. I, I was basically like, laid out how you got to yeah, do I was it. Like, how it's it's a fucked up, you know, the counseling system. You got to make the appointment. You got to be there. Do this. Do that. And they set out the plan for you. Now I had a plan. I'm a like it's literally like an NFL game plan, dude. You have a game plan. You have a chance of winning. You have exactly. A, yeah, you give yourself a chance of winning. If you go in there without a plan, you're just like, all right, so I throw it deep. Throw it deep every time and it's picked off. You're like, fuck. Jamarcus like, Russell. Marcus Mariota now. You know? Um, that's something cool. You know, like uh we've always been uh Oh, f- shout out to NFL though. Even through all this chaos, no games, no NBA, no nothing. The free agency free agency has been like it's an entertaining every- aspect in itself, uh the anticipation. That's just kinda cool. Brady left. Tom Brady, I'm a Patriots fan and Tom it's pretty Brady. cool to see because if if you want to look at the NFL from my perspective, it's uh, and I'll get back to you talking about Brady, but it's essentially uh, the highest level athletics that they that the United States can have streamlined into this, and the highest level performers, the highest level like strategists, all in a team. Uh, it's really cool to see, and I could only wish that at least a. Fr- a fraction of that talent would come to mma because god dude you will have some giants you would have some guts quicker than shit but you know the nfl is a multi-billion dollar business so the anticipation of it has grown to be a business in and of itself that's really cool to see cam newton versus john jones i mean john yeah, <laughs> if cam newton knew how to fight then that'd be crazy yeah, that's what i was like thinking if he just spent all that time instead of in nfl in the mma like environment i was like I put my money on Cam. Yeah, at this point, he's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. John Jones would beat his ass. Just whoop, whoop, dude. But like, you have guys like Greg Hardy who they end up leaving the NFL, coming into MMA, and doing something. You pick the most controversial player. You could have used like um. Oh, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy who went? He was really good in college football. Oh. Fucking uh, Eric Armstead. Not Eric Armstead. Some. No, no, no. He was a running back. Uh, no, Herschel Walker. Okay, Herschel no, Walker no, was in Bellator. No. He got knockouts. Er, er, <laughs> Eric, Alabama. Alabama. Oh, Eric Anders. Eric Anders. He, he fucking linebacker. He played with Dante Hightower. I was gonna say he was on the championship team, dude. Yeah, he's a beast, <sighs> dude. He's a savage, dude. Just a tough ass dude. Comes to fight. Goes to war. I big forgot, dude. I forgot who fought him, but he's like. Oh, Khalil, when he was fucking him up with the tie, like, you know, tie. Oh, yeah. He came back, was fucking him up with the leg kicks. He's like, every time I'd hit him, his face would just stay the same. Like, I just knock him down with the leg kicks. He just, this is a game that, face. Yeah, like, the game face, that savagery from football. Yeah. You know, it's a tough, it's a tough endeavor. And um, that was one of the biggest things that, I mean, they're safe because this is their off season by nature. Um, it sucks for the sports that their guys got infected with like uh oh like brooklyn nets four players got infected yeah. kd got infected it's crazy you got that shit where yeah where's kd at brooklyn 
the Nets. Oh yeah, and so he's part of the yeah. See that dude? See New York, New York hotspot. Wow, I didn't even think about that. I was yeah. trying to think of like who the fuck did he get it from? Like they didn't play anybody, and Brooklyn. I was like, New York. Crazy. <sighs> you know, it's a crazy time, but we just kind of went over a little bit of stuff like. There's room. There's there's still communities alive, and the communities within humanity are supporting each other. That's what's most important. I'm just gonna make sure that, you know, if you see any negativity out there, especially around this time, just try to cancel it out. You know, with a little bit of positivity. If exactly. You some, if you see like someone, you know, just like today, like some someone, some lady is giving some coffee shop lady a hard time. Just, you know, she might look sad. Just be like, hey, thank you, thank you for this, because it's just those those little thank yous that could literally make someone's day because as someone who deals with a shit ton of people a shit ton of customers you get the bad but for every one bad person you get five good ones you know what i'm saying so exactly it's you just gotta look out for the good you gotta seek out the good look out cultivate it looks for you and it'll look for you too yeah exactly you really have to look for like it's really easy just to look and you can just see the bad shit you know Mm -hmm. super easy it takes strong mind so we look, do some deep thinking. You're like, oh, that's good. You know? You just got to think about it. A lot of people don't want to put the effort into that. But I guarantee you, it's always beneficial. How you feeling, bro? Um, fucking livid. I had a Pete's large iced Americano. And then I wanted cold brew. And I got a, like, canned, 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 a canned. <laughs> Must be smelly. <laughs> Um, the nitro man, it gives it a little bit of a fishy smell, but um, it, it's it's not the same. I got like a Starbucks one in a can because I thought Starbucks would be closed. It's not. Well, they so some lady came to my work two days ago. Mm-hmm. Sorry, she works for the just like for the, she tried to shit on me and Nelly. She's like, oh, so a lockdown could be at place at midnight. Pretty sure you can only get you get you can get pulled over, and like we told her what can be open, and then she like waited for us to give her all the info just so she can turn around and be like, well. I work for the court and this, this, and that. And she was saying, like, you can't even go to the grocery store unless you have, like, a written up thing or, like, shit. And I was like, okay. And then after, like, the next day happened, I was just like, yeah, I think she was hey, full of shit. Hey, good luck enforcing that. If that's the case, good luck enforcing that on every p- single person. Like, they're like, that you, might be the case for your jurisdiction, but you really don't know what the hell's going on. That's why, like, literally, and I, you're not going to enforce it. Speaking of which, like, literally, when I passed the cause yesterday, I wish, I like, one of those law people would come up to me. It's a lot of common sense in that shit and knowing how to fucking see through their bullshit legally. How much shit do you think I would get if I went over to that gas station where I saw like those five police cars and I asked them like, first of all, do you guys mind being on video? And second, would you guys want to like, would you guys want to answer some questions about like uh, enforcing this stuff? Like I wanted, I kind of wanted to pull over yesterday and be like, so um, how difficult is it enforcing like these, uh, jurisdiction like you know just kind of like martial law type things like you know you yeah can't you just gotta go up time. to them and have a conversation with them before you know dude, just don't pull it on camera hey just put it right in front of them uh what's so, your badge number what's your badge yeah man uh cops are out there doing their thing all the essentials are still in place and your coffee and best buy is still essential yeah yeah, a lot of technology still there. McDonald's or McDo- people are giving McDonald's shit because they're not. Getting- a lot of companies, just like McDonald's, Walmart, Kroger's, which is like a supermarket thing. Uh, a lot of places are like not paying their employees apparently. So uh, Joey Diaz, you know, one of my favorite comedians, he just made a tweet. He's like, "Don't support none your of uncle. these companies. Fuck your, your them." Un- your uncle. 
Uncle Joey. He's everyone's uncle. I was so happy to be able to see him live, dude, when I did. That was crazy. You got to see him at a time also, I think, right before, before he got super big. Even bef- like He was already big, but before he got... Like, I saw him up. in 2017. Exactly. That's like... Yeah. Right before he started doing theaters. Because that's I like... I saw him um, at the punchline. Yeah. Or, yeah, the punchline. And that, even that, it's like a small club. Small, small club. club. It was great. That's where I served... You know, it's like my brother. He saw a little first pump. drink out at that place. I had uh, two Jack and Cokes, feeling great. Fuck. Dean Del Rey and Joey Diaz. And Dean Del Rey was from SF, so he had to like topical humor, like some like local humor. Joey just came up and started going ham. He was like, "Where the edibles?" And then some dude threw him an edible. Like, dude, that's why I was like, if he comes here again, I'm gonna throw him an edible. But I joined Chris Delia's live stream like at night, like tw- one at night, one a.m. And then he was just like, I had somebody. Throw shrooms on me at on stage. <laughs> I was like, "You took them, didn't you?" I just commented that, but he just didn't respond. He's like, "I didn't take them." He's like, "I just," he just didn't answer. But I was like, "You took them." The tell buddy, I, I didn't take them, but <laughs> just as a thing. It's like the same thing with my brother. He saw a little pump in a like a SF club before mm-hmm. he was like oh, a wow. big thing, like in like 2016, 2017, and then now it's like you try to see a little pump. It's like fucking venue sold out, not clubs. Same you know? thing, the baby. If you look back to 2017, yeah, he okay. was commenting on those tweets to try to blow up his music, like no, big look. tweets. Dude, it's crazy. All it takes is a few years nowadays. In any case, uh, you know, like humanity is going to go on. And the most important thing is to adapt. Keep doing your thing. And if things were taken away from you. Spend time to adapt and getting things back. That's just, you know, like we said, our barber, he adapted. Going from home, still making money, still doing shit. That's all it takes. Adapt. 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 Improvise. Overcome. Don't let these daunting ass times, not even daunting, but just don't let these uh difficult times get to you. Exactly. They're not even difficult. You're staying at home for three weeks. It's like... It, Forced remember, vacation. remember when a kid you wanted to stay home from school, summer, endless summer. We have endless summer. Get endless summer unlocked. This <laughs> so is summer early, bro. Yeah, basically. summer early. Yeah, for, start yeah. working on your summer bod now. How about that? I have to have been 189 and counting. There it is. Oh, oh, and um, I don't know. I'm sorry, so I'm recording two things at once. I don't know what to do. You're flooding your mind. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. I turned one of them off. Oh my god. But yeah, in any case, um. My mind is starting to become exhausted. I think we've uh, covered the update pretty well. Do you have anything else to say, my friend? Uh, check out my channel, Steve Jabril. Um, oh, put, yeah. I Blast out, your social media out there, dude. Just check out my Instagram, Bam Bam Steve. Um, you know, YouTube channel, it's going to be Bam Bam Steve. But for right now, it's Steve Jabril. I'm going to be putting out one to two videos every week. Yeah. For now. Number. For now. And I'm definitely going to be increasing that. Um, that output once i get my own computer at home but for now one to do one to two videos every week by wednesday or thursday yeah quality content sounds like a plan brother thank you again for doing the podcast all right anytime bro uh, i'm sorry i'm gonna reach that's all good all righty you guys hear that you see that high five we're not fucking scared we're like brothers we're like family it's like you know yeah it's okay all right love you guys